Thanks for listening to Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at the Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. How do you feel? How does it make you feel? I don't know. Not that happy. Uh, <laughs> don't feel a clap along. If it was... Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make you want to get up and dance. No, I don't know. It's just, you know, this winter has been too long. <laughs> and if it had the, uh, you know, if it had the magical powers of, you know, pushing the seasons along, mm. maybe I'd get on board. It doesn't make you feel sunny and warm inside, though? No. Mm. I'm dead inside. <laughs> so that's impossible. That is not a surprise to me at all. That is a, probably an answer I expect you to say. Uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Maybe I should just finally look up this song for once. Um, this Let It Go song. Let It Go? Yeah, it's from the movie Frozen. And apparently that's why the movie's doing so well, I guess, is because of the soundtrack, but specifically this song. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so looking it up now. I wonder if it... Um if it has the same type of, uh, you know, happy, happy qualities that this other one didn't have. I don't know. This is the first one I found. It's by Adina Menzel. There's another version, I guess, by Lovato. Uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, I'm already bored. This is it? Yeah. Ugh. Pass. Yes. Pass. Okay. Well, I'll give that another shot another day. I'm not in the mood to listen to you something slow. And yeah, neither am I. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, we will go check out, because I've already heard it before, but I'm just going to see if this will get stuck in your head. Um, and I, I had it in my playlist for a while because when I'll hear about a song or I'll, maybe I'll shazam it from a TV show, mm. I'll automatically add it to my Spotify playlist so I can, you know, get to listen to it while I'm at work, see if it's a good song to, you know, you know, drive to. Um, so I had this in my playlist, but I recently took it out because I'm like, eh, I'm probably not going to come back to it again. 
but little do you do I know that here I am now looking it up. Is this from the Lego movie? Mm. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I'm looking for the correct version of it because there are. What is it called? The song? Yeah. Everything is awesome. Oh, everything is awesome. Yes. Oh, I know why I'm not getting the correct version. It's because the real version has exclamation points in it. Ah. Uh, yeah. Only in a world where everything is made of <laughs> Legos would everything be awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, God, you know, I don't know. We're just... It's hard to over... I guess... You're either you're either an optimistic person or you're a pessimistic person, and it's some. You think for, that's why we get along so well? Yeah, for the pessimists, I think you know it's so hard to oversee what we are plagued with these days. You know, mm-hmm. but no, don't get me wrong. Music actually is the one thing that can change my mood, but I have to be in a particular mood to have my mood affected by by the music, and or... it's got to be you know. I have to be like, it's hard to explain. I think I understand though. Um, because for me, music can either dampen the mood or, you know, lift me out of whatever funk I'm in. Yeah. Um, it's like that few minutes of, of escape. And it does very much have to do with what type of music it is, depending on what your mood is. You know, I don't know. It's cause I can already be in what I would call a funk. And then if, if I don't have like the right thing I'm listening to, I'm going to stay in that, that depressed, I don't even want to call it depressed, but I'm just not myself. Is a funk actually a depressed state or is it more For just me it like is. a, it's, it's all, it's a depressed state and it's also a genre of music. Yes. that's <laughs> and true. If, <laughs> and sometimes I probably should listen to funk if I want to get out of my funk. Maybe I don't like to use the word funk because I don't know what the hell it is. Oh, I, it's also a smell. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what is that? Funk? That's funky. <laughs> um, I don't know. A lot of people like to use that word funk, but I, uh, I, I see it as like, um, I see as it more of a stepping stone to all out depression. I don't see like people are in a funk. It's not really that they're like, you know, because you know, some people are like really, really depressed, you know? And yeah. They, yeah. And they're like, you know, it's a sickness. That's and why then, I don't like to say, you know, I'm, you know, depressed. So when you're like, like, Oh, antidepressants, do you uh, need some? Yeah, so, but, you know, and then, but so I don't know what people mean by funk, I guess everybody's meaning is probably a little bit different. It's like, you know, it, somebody's funk could be, you know, like what I said, just like a minuscule little bump in the road and other people's funks. They just, you know, categorize it as all our depression. And, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I tend to um, stay away from using that word funk. So listen, listeners. I'm pissed what, off. That's what I am. How, how do you define funk? Let us know in the comment section. Um, call us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did get a, a call, but it was um, someone. It was a recording for something. Yeah, I can't even remember. I deleted it. So Like an advertisement? Something like that? Yeah. Something to that effect. It was very short. It wasn't worth playing back. Do you know that there's a there's a little <laughs> sticker on the vending machine out there that says, "This vending machine will not disp- um, dispense free goods." <laughs> really? That's what it says. Oh. It, and in different words, not exactly that, but it basically says, "Don't expect anything free out of this machine." <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be that lucky. So no, don't try shaking. Out. It's yeah. It's underneath the one that says, "Do not shake," and 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 tilt and you know whatnot to get something that you were ripped off by but you know 
Don't bother. Don't bother calling our customer service number because you will not get that for free. No, it's, it's not going to happen. So. You're going to pay again. <laughs> Outrageous prices for. So I guess they're probably so. doing that. So in case you do pay for something and you didn't get it, and you're hoping, but you wouldn't be getting something for free. You'd be paying for two candy bars, for example, right. trying to get that that first one you originally went to get. It's it's for the really dense people who just have to have everything spelt out to them. You're right. The same people who, I guess, apparently need to know not to put your baby in the microwave. <laughs> so, this I mean, coffee will burn your genitalia, caution, it spilling it up on you. Oh, really? I couldn't tell by the steam. I thought that was just, you know, fabric. But, you know, people sue at the drop of a hat, so it's like, you know. You're right. The people are so crazy. You gotta, you gotta have all these, uh, these underwriters, um, you know, writing all this stuff so that to protect, to protect the corporations, to protect because corporations are people too. You know, nowadays. To, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't understand. Who's why that it guy is. who said that? I forget. Oh yeah, Mitt Romney. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Cor- oh. Corporations are people, my friends. Oh, or was it? Awesome. Um, or was it the war hero, Senator John McCain? <laughs> I don't think he would say that. Ugh, God, I listened to Joe Rogan on the way down here today, mm-hmm. and I normally love listening to Joe Rogan, but. Today he's really into day. well. He's really into MMA and you know mixed martial arts and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. you know he does, uh, um, you know the UFC. I don't know the the ca- the cage fighting. You know MMA fight, whatever. You know what I'm talking <laughs> he, he about. He does that. Yeah, yeah. He does commentary on these and everything. Um, you know he's he's big into that crap and. He had some guy on with him today that was, um, the, I guess, big in the, you know, in the, in the birth of, of this, you know, this new form of, um, you know, kicking the crap out of one another. And that's all they talked about. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I listen to Joe Rogan so I can hear about, you know, um, you know, the controversy or the, uh, <laughs> The conspiracy theory behind chemtrails and because um, you know, <laughs> that's what most people why think. LA is a cancer on the earth and you know things like that. I don't want to hear about mixed martial arts. Who cares? Well, I guess I, well, I, know I still a haven't lot listened of people to a show. Do, yeah. I haven't listened to a show, He's but he talks extra- about whatever he wants, like kind of what we do. Exactly, and yeah, what am I? Who am I to be griping about? Oh, I wasn't happy with what Joe Rogan said today. Listen to us. I mean. You know how many people probably had to pull their hair out? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, more people like that stuff than you would imagine. I mean, and you know that because, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're part of that little subculture. <laughs> of what? <laughs> Raving lunatics. Oh, okay. No, the people who like the award ceremonies. Right. And, I thought you, you were going to say, I'm not part of the mixed martial arts nah, appreciators. No. Nah. You know, and he was... I don't know. Raving lunatics. I just... Yeah. And I tried, I changed the channel a couple times and I could have put in my own music, but I didn't. And, and then I just went back to it and he was still talking about it like an hour <laughs> later. And it was just like, God, man. Cause that's, that is funny because my dad, he will, uh, he doesn't really do it as much anymore, but when he, he used to listen to the radio on the way to work and he, I think he would listen to, to like Rush Limbaugh and, and I'm like, dad, why do you bow, listen bow, 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 bow. If, if he makes you so upset? And he's like, I just want to hear what they're going to say. Right, exactly. That's that's a lot of the uh, shock jocks in um, you know their rise. Most of their ratings came from the people that despised them. Mm-hmm. They listened longer than the people who liked them because they wanted to hear what these 
crazy trash mouths <laughs> we're going to say next, you know? I would not want to be identified as a crazy trash mouth. Mm-hmm. No. No, it is just it just doesn't seem no. very appealing at all. Um Nope. I got to say um I would like to have uh, Lauren back because I did listen to a couple chunks of that show and she she does have a um a flair for Oh, she does. Definitely. She does. she's got a good uh, she's got an 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 inherent um radio personality. Yeah. Basically. And she after she was on our show, she uh, won a contest to be on um, 99.1, which uh, I was hoping she would be back. But due to our lovely New England weather, um, it probably I think that was one of the times where the snow canceled us versus, yeah. you know, arrangements getting here. Yeah. Um, and she was going to come on to talk about her experience being on the show where she won the contest of uh, having like an ultimate playlist. And she got to be on the radio and talk about the songs that she picked. Um, on what station? I think it was 99.1. Uh, I can't remember the call signs what or whatever. PLR? Something like that, I think. Um, but it's a show. It's a station she listens to a lot. Remember. And I'm probably saying it's the wrong station. I don't really know. I can't remember. Uh, but she did text me to let me know. I was like, hey, go listen right now. So I ran out because I was at work. So I ran out to my car to go listen to, to her and, and the mm-hmm. songs that she picked. So it was pretty awesome. And she does definitely does have you know a natural flair for it. And she's you ran out to your car to uh, jump behind the wheel and hit some black ice and uh, scrape along the side of some other car. I, oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, tell yeah. you what would happen with that. Uh, but no, I didn't go anywhere. I just sat in the car. Um, so what happened, because there's a scratch on the back of my yeah. car. And I, I, as, was, I was worried that I was going to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> and he didn't know about it. But Because if, if you know, the uh, devoted fans remember, he, um, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I come running in here with a chunk of his bumper, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so he was afraid that he might have did it again. It was, like, that, how could you that was like, that, that must have been, um, what, either fall or the end of winter, because it was cold enough where when I hit it, it thought, didn't. It didn't dent in your bumper. It actually just broke out a chunk of your bumper. So it right. was cold. So, but I don't remember there being snow on the ground then. It was probably just cold, but not like snow. So it was either like the beginning of the season or the end of the season. I don't know, but cold enough where you know it you, just. You think it was cold enough where it just like the the uh, it just. It was so cold where it would just shatter versus just like kind of bump right back out again. Well, it did. Well, I mean, when I hit it, it was just a like a plate piece, mm-hmm. just you know, a jagged plate piece that just fell out, <laughs> fell you know, out, yeah. rather than crunching in his bumper like it would, you know. So what, what Mike is actually talking about right now is that there's like a, a long line across, I think, I think it's the passenger side. Uh, yeah, yeah, it passenger is the passenger side. side yeah. um, what happened was a few weeks ago, uh, again, this is also based on the storm. Um, I was coming into which one, uh, you know, which one, right. Um, it was after the storm, but uh, we I was coming to church, and, I, and the new church that, location that we are in, we have a driveway. So I always like to back into driveways so I can just drive out when it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's just easier that way. And um, uh, our driveway was already plowed out, so that was a, a nice thing, but it was still kind of narrow, and you know you still have to worry about the snow that's on the side. And I was actually had a passenger, and I wanted to make sure he had enough room to get out, which I didn't really take into account at first. Actually, yeah, I did, because that's why I was driving the way I was. But I forget there was this bush that was, like, right before the clearing where he can get out. And I was driving so close that I just scraped all along the bush. I mean, I was in, I was inside of this bush, basically. Like so that was from car. a bush? That was from a bush. And it was, like, the most violent noise you could ever hear. Like, you would think that I was, uh, like, like, scraping against another car or the car was It was like Godzilla's fingernails going down a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah it was... It was it was horrible, and 
and even my pastor, he's like, oh my God, what's going on? And I'm like, I think we're running into a bush. And I, we didn't realize until after we like. <laughs> Did you say it that calmly too? Probably. Uh, I, I, I think don't really, we're running into a bush. <laughs> I don't really freak out when I'm driving, especially in like near accidents. Um, even sliding across ice, I'm just like, ah, ice. Um, <laughs> so we, after we get through after the bush, the bush is like waving back and forth because of how violently I, I ran through it. And he's like, oh my God, that's, that's crazy. And we saw the line and later on my parents, they saw the line I'm like, are you, what happened? What was this like, bush made out of stainless steel? Apparently. Cause I mean, <laughs> none of the branches fell off. Um, there's this long dark Brown line as you could see, and it does, it can be buffed out, but it's been too cold to be outside to try to get like that long streak across my car off of it. Um, All right, let me remind you listeners, you know, we don't live in Texas. He didn't scrape up against a, a cactus. No, it was, it was, it was like a, you know, one of those regular, you know, shrubberies yeah <laughs> it was, a, a blackberry bush at the most <laughs> i mean like i said if you saw it you'd be very i mean not that it's that bad but you still would be like yeah, you notice it if, if you kind of look at it and like where did that did you scrape against some car did they pay for oh my god what's happening it was just i think i'm running into a bush because <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, I'm, at this point it's, it's something that i i do care but i don't care enough that i'm gonna you know make a big deal about it yeah what are you gonna do it's uh, they're they're the things in life that you know. Yeah. In fact, I actually am thinking about. Um, I mean, just recently, and thinking about trying to trade it in. Um, oh, for what? Time to, for an upgrade. Um, Another looking at a Ford Focus. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been doing some a little bit of shopping. Okay. A little bit. Because um, when um, I had lost my car for the weekend, I had to go rent a car, and that's what they gave me. Oh yeah. It was a Ford Focus, and it was a 2013. The one I was looking at was a 2011, but. I want a car. What is that that you have? That's a Honda Accord. Yeah, but what year? Uh, 07. Oh, okay. So it's, you know. It's, have you had it since 07? I had it since, I think, 09. Oh. Or 2010. I can't remember when exactly, but it was already a few old, few years old when I got it. Mm. But I'm thinking it's time for an upgrade now. And I would like a car that has an auxiliary jack so I can stop playing my iPod through um, the radio. Yeah. Because I'm getting tired of all the little static noises, and I want my crisp, clear sound. Well, back in 2007, things were not as you know technologically advanced. Yeah, no. I mean, we weren't living as luxurious a lifestyle as we are now. I mean, no, you know, no. everything is basically just given to us on a silver platter. <laughs> and I think it's due time I get my silver platter. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I could try to go out and try to see if there's a car. I mean, I know they have cars that have Bluetooth in it, but I want. Why don't you buy a Howard? Howard? Um, I don't know. Those cars are ugly, though. <laughs> they are so They ugly. really are ugly. I don't want one. Um, Hello, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the Ford Focus, I, the rental, it, it had Bluetooth in it, so I was starting to get used to how that worked. I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, but I don't need all that. I just need a car that has an auxiliary jack in it. So. Nothing's funnier than Danny McBride driving a, 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 a well, I guess, yeah, as tiny as a smart car. It is a tiny car. Um, and he, he's um, he's somebody who just popped up recently, and I love that show. I love Eastbound and Down, but he's he's you're very. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have a range really when it comes to maybe someday. I don't yeah, know. maybe. Because um, look at Jonah Hill. He's one of them from that group of of people that you know you. Wow, he actually can act. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he he is surprising. Uh, well, I think uh, Moneyball was what it was that kind of was like his first nomination. shocked everybody. Yeah, you got And I never even saw that because I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't either, because it's about baseball. Yeah, and I hate baseball so much. 
I, I hate it. I hate it with hate a screaming it. passion. I just have the least amount of interest possible. It's boring. It is boring. And I'm sure... I went to a baseball game once uh, just because I was invited to go as a kid. I mean, I'm a kid, so I'm not really going to you know, say no. And I didn't realize that I, I did a, a travesty and I wore a Yankees t-shirt and a, a Boston Red Sox hat. But, I mean, the people there, no one said anything what, what, to me. What, what, what I wanted to go was see that? a Mets game. Oh. So how confusing <laughs> was that? I couldn't tell you who, who they were playing mm. against, but the most interesting thing was, I think, uh, there was some fight between the players. Uh, I think you were okay. I think there's a reason why people goof on the Mets. So yeah, and plus, you know, I don't think anybody's gonna start anything because they don't know me. I'm you know, a little black kid with a bunch of other black people. So. <laughs> with a with a hodgepodge. Of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's confused. He doesn't know sports. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I wouldn't do that now. Now I would just kind of show up wearing anything. Oh, mm. I'll, I'll show up with a suit and suit and tie. Yeah, that... I'll do that. Uh, I mean, in this Moneyball movie, was about basically it was about. Um, mathematics in baseball, right? Like, oh, actually, good. could it get any more boring? Rigging or like, you know, basically, are predicting from. Okay, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. It's it's what um, um. I don't know. I apologize. Moneyball can be a really good movie, but I just have no interest in seeing it at all because it's about baseball, and I like what you're saying. Some it's, some sort of mathematical strategy in um, right. in predicting the outcome of games or predicting the, um, which I think helps them win. Yeah. To some, and then you know you bet money on it, and uh, you uh, you know, and then eventually you kind of lose out. You get your teeth brightened and biggered. And then you start working with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. So, yeah, what a step up for that kid! <laughs> and 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 didn't he get really thin? And now he's kind of fat again. He put on some weight back, but he's like in a he's like in a, a decent range, I guess. He's not like really fat like he was like in Superbad, but now he's. But there was a minute there where he didn't even look recognizable. You're right; he was with he like was really thin. What? <laughs> like I don't know he... if that was for a movie role or he just did it because he wanted to do it, but. <clears throat> I mean, because Seth Rogen, he did the same thing, too. Right, and he put back on his weight. He put some weight, weight back yeah. on, too. And in that movie, Funny People, uh, Jonah Hill even says to Seth Rogen, there's nothing funny about a physically fit man. <laughs> he does, literally. And, and I think about I that when I seen. see him. I saw him on one of the late night shows one time, and I was like, what? That doesn't, it didn't even look like him. Mm. It didn't even look like him. He was, he was so just whipped into shape. Speaking of late night, have you? Yeah, I was going to just say that too. Yeah, have you have you caught both of these new guys in the uh, in the field? Well, well, they're not really new, but you know, they're new shows. Seth Meyers doing, doing Jimmy Fallon show. Jimmy Fallon doing Jay Leno show. Jay Leno. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> yeah, he's out. He's gone. I don't care what he does now. But I Seth Meyers grew up in New Hampshire. Oh, okay. Just so you know. Now I know. Um. I do li- I do like parts of his show. I didn't watch all of it. I watched the first episode. I never found him very funny. <laughs> he apparently... What, what did he do? Weekend Update? Is, he did was weekend that his day. thing? He was also the head writer for a number of years. At was SNL. he? Yeah. Um, was that the years where everybody stopped watching? <laughs> <laughs> that happens every few years, actually. Um, but um, Dead in the water? He is now, uh, you know... I think what he's most known for is his writing versus like... Any kind of sketches or anything like that. On his first show, he had Amy Poehler, right? Yes. And then and Joe, then Joe Biden, Biden was the second guest? Yes. I heard some people, they were flabbergasted by that. I think the reason why is because 
for one thing, Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers, they have a, a stronger relationship and connection because, I mean, they did update together for a number but of But this years. is the vice president of the United right. States. But he is number two, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also the reason why is because it was almost like a primer to set him up because with uh, Amy Poehler being like on the side, because they recently did an episode of Parks and Rec together, um, it's it just worked out that way. It made sense to me to have him come out later because... I mean, that made me want to watch the show a little bit longer versus like, eh, you know, I, I don't care about Amy Poehler, which actually I do. But did you see the little the little video that the president and Joe Biden made together where they're like running through the halls of the White House? And really? They did this? Yeah. I, um, I don't know what it's for or anything. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's for Michelle Obama's campaign. Let's move. Maybe. Yeah, I think. I don't want to look it up. <laughs> I don't have the motivation. You know, if I look it up when we go to when we go to God, our you know, break. I hate that. You know, I used to be so politically driven, and nowadays I just about don't say yeah. And I have my, my questions like, what is this guy like? What's going on? And you been doing? now I, I when don't, it gets political, I, I act like an idiot. I don't so. even have the the motivation. My fingers don't have the motivation to look up what this video was. <laughs> just uh, don't care. Apathy. That's but, how. See, that's how the funk starts. I mean the bad funk. <laughs> yeah. You just you start to get apathetic, and then you before you know it, you're like, eh, I just whatever. Who cares? But then you got to start playing happy again, and then, and then you're good. Mm. What are we doing for time? Oh no, that's why I said when we, we go to commercial. I'll oh look no, it up. it's twenty five. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, say, say. Did you see my? <laughs> I feel like we're just like we're really grasping. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, <laughs> did you see my video I put up oh, the other night of uh, the deer running in the road? I never know when you're on. You never do. <laughs> you're barely there. So I know I did not see. I, I yeah. I posted. Um, I had to drive very slowly behind this deer who would not. He was running right down the middle of the road, and I didn't know what he was at first because his he had a big bushy tail that was waving back and forth. It could have been a very tall dog, hmm. and it was dark out. So I pulled out my, my, my trusty phone and I started shooting video of what turned out to be this deer. And the, the snowbanks are so high, I guess the deer just couldn't jump over one of them. So he ran down the middle of the road for about a good three minutes. Hmm. And, you know, when you're recording a deer running down a road, three minutes is a long time. Yeah, because, that's, that's too much time. Oh, God. Is this deer still running down the <laughs> middle of the road? And then finally, he went to take a right to jump over the snowbank and decided, no, I'm going to go do on the one on the left. So he darted across the road and jumped over the one on the left. And finally, I was free of him and I could make it home at a decent hour. I was about to say, you, you shot all this, yet you had a problem with gravity. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, but my three-minute video of the deer is better <laughs> it's way than way more riveting. It's <laughs> far more riveting than than Sandra Bullock grunting and groaning <laughs> in a spaceman suit. Yeah, let's give the deer the award because for yeah. whatever this is going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, that was a good time. And then either go to commercial. Then yeah, um, another pee break. <laughs> Gotta get that. that what, what, what do you call that when when you're really when you're really gr- grasping for straws? Grasping for straws is that what, what we're doing? Yeah, because I mean I don't even have my my we, notes. Got, or anything I mean, open. but that's the thing. Nothing's really going on of, of of any importance, really. There was stuff that was going on, but when it happened, what, I never wrote it down. running around in the street with Molotov cocktail and Venezuela. They've got trouble over there too, but that's been happening for months. It's just now. That... Hugo Chavez died a long time ago. Is he dead? Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, okay. He's very dead. I'll go with this one. Go with that one. All right. 
All right. This is a 125 Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Come back with us for another segment of desperately, desperately <laughs> <laughs> trying to find material out of the <laughs> out of the thin air. Right. All right. Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. S-T-R-F-K-R. That's the name of the band? Yes. What? S-T-what? Let me turn back up a little bit. It's all capital letters. S-T-R-K-F-R. Hmm, never heard of them. them They've it. been around for a little while. Really? What's the name of the song? Uh, Ronald Gregory Ek- Erickson. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, you can look at it right now and see that's what it says. Ronald Gregory <laughs> Erickson, okay. Mm, okay. So then once you do some research, then you'll, you'll find out a little bit more about them. They have Who the hell's Ronald Gregory Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a name that I can't say online. No, not online, on the, uh, the, on the air. I just oh, what that? The letters? What it stands for? Yeah. Is it is it completely abbreviated, or is it or does basically they just took out a lot of the um, the vowels? Oh, star. F- there you go. <laughs> Mark that in my mental, Pardon me. mental notes and go back and fix it. Hmm. All right. Um, Who's a real star f- these days? I, 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 I'm keeping it. You're all keeping in it all in one, so I can go back and find it and make a tally mark. Um, but I, I heard the song play at the end of uh, the blacklist. Um, oh, back why did you have to tell me that? What, cause, uh, well, because that's, that's how I find a lot of my music is from TV shows uh, or commercials. No, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the only song that I kind of like, but you'll probably like the rest of the albums. They have like two or three albums, and I listen to two of them. So, like, eh, they're all right. Mm. Good, good kids. Um, I, fr- I don't think I, I, I got it. <laughs> I don't think I told you about uh, I did see Robocop as well. Because um, there's a bunch of things that we talked about like through texting, but we didn't actually bring to the show. Wait, is it S-T-R-K-F-R? Yes. But how? That's not right, then. I didn't say that they, they didn't just they take out moved just it the around. They, they had to have moved around the F and the K. No, because they, the, um, they also took out the C. They got the U, C, and the E. U, C. They took out all the vowels. The K is in the wrong place. If you look, 
I'm looking. Or maybe you wrote it wrong. S-T-R, right? Right. K-F-R or F-K-R? Okay. All yeah. right. There we go. <laughs> I knew something was wrong there. Yeah. S-T-R-F-K-R. Right. That makes more sense. Are they from America? Do they hail from America? That part I, did, I, did, I didn't look up um, too much more. I, I do know that they are from separate bands, I think. Mm. Um, like one guy is from one other band, and then I think a female is from, I don't know. I didn't get that far. I was just listening to the music because at the time I was like, I need something new to listen to before I get into a funk. So that's, that's kind of how that came about. Um, do you, are you familiar? I, I know I've played um, stuff from them before. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh, there we go. Got some motivation. Looking stuff up. Well, Look at Mike. Looking stuff actually, up. This is actually stuff I care about. Oh, okay. He cares. Um, if this... See, this is how you know when Mike cares about you. He'll look things up. Um, yeah, the band Broken Bells. I have played uh, at least a couple songs. Um, yeah, I believe you told me about them, and I haven't... It's, um... I think they came out with an album recently, or at least a single. Yeah. I, I know um... it was coming up on Spotify, but I didn't listen to it yet. After the disco, I don't know. I guarantee name. that's what it is. Okay, probably. Um, they are an American indie rock band from L.A. Um, Do you hear his excitement? Uh, but the combination of the two, um, who is oh the oh the the lead vocalist and guitarist is from the Shins, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, and Brian Burton is the drummer. He's better known as Danger Mouse. Okay. There yeah. two of them combined to form Broken Bells, but it's... Uh, I remember now re- reading about it, yeah. They're awesome. Uh, he tends to, uh, Danger Mouse tends to like to collaborate with a lot of people. Whenever he does, it just yeah, there's, a whole new name. Other than that, they, um, they collaborate with a lot of other bands. I could go down the list, but it's very long. Um, Broken Bell Actually, after the, after the Disco is the name of... It is the actual name of the new album, but it's... The um, single is also after the disco. Okay. Definitely check them out probably this coming week. Yes. Um, and then speaking of winter, we're supposed to get more snow, but what? The, the last... Monday, right? Yeah, the last updates I've heard, it's not supposed to be as much as they were saying it was going to be. Even though they didn't even have a, a total, like, any kind of prediction. They're like, oh, we're going to get hit. But now it's starting to say, oh, it looks like it might be one to three inches. Maybe an inching, or maybe a dusting to two inches. But, I mean, the new God. stores that I work at now, I'm actually going up north versus going down into New Haven. What do you New mean? York. What do you mean up north? I'm going to uh, like Westfield. Yeah, yeah, Westfield, Massachusetts. So um, that's now what I'm looking at. That's a hike for you. It was a hike. What I was doing before, but at least I'm not doing it every day. So, what do you just take 91 till you get to Springfield and then? shoot over on something else to Westfield. Exactly. Shoot over on something else. <laughs> Whatever that road is. The rainbow uh, trail. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow connection. Uh, jump in one of those little rockets. Mm. Um, throw those little cannons and they just shoot me over, literally. Mm. Make sure you get your bag and your lunch. So. Mm. <laughs> I can get over there. <laughs> and then um, I think Friday is, um, since I'm up there, they'll send me over to, uh, I say send me as if I'm going back in the cannon, but they send me over to Chicopee. Ew, gross. <laughs> 
It was a gross day when I went over there because it was all like cloudy and grimy looking. It's... Chicopee looks like that even in the nicest of weather. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of a dump. But it, it, I have an uncle who lives in Chicopee, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stick up for his town <laughs> or anything. He's a great guy, but the place, no. Actually, good. he's not even that great of a guy, but oh, no. Okay. No, he's, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he cares. He but, I, but I'm not going to stick up for his, uh, his choice of uh, towns. Where he chose to live. Yeah. I guess that's um, really there's some condo kind of, prices are really there's you some know, deep seated reason, reason why he's living there. I'm like, Mike, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. I got this condo for the price of a VCR. <laughs> wow, I, you know, I might live out there too. Then mm. um, it's like Detroit. But I have this theory with uh, Home Depots, and it's not it's a theory because it can't uh, be proven. Do tell. And um, and oh, by the way, I am back in that Southington store, but I haven't seen. Um, oh, old, wheelie guy. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the last couple of times I've been there, wheelie no file. There. <laughs> wheelie file. Um, but now this isn't a theory that is definitely can't be proven. But most of the Home Depots I go to, or just happen to see, there's always a Coles at least like within half a mile or a few blocks. Are they owned by the same conglomerate? I don't know. I haven't gone that far to actually research it. The other thing I, I notice is it's, this is either an or maybe low zones. Lozo, and that's how they are in that area. It's it's odd though. You know, if we had somebody, we could have them be looking this up. No, <clears> I'm just not going <throat> to <clears throat> make that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I noticed is either now there's either Coles. If the Coles is not there, sometimes both of these things happen. But there's also a um, some kind of store that has depot at the name of it, like a liquor depot or a shoe depot. Not shoe. I haven't seen that one. Um, like a furniture depot, tire depot. That's the one in Southington, because mm-hmm. I haven't actually found a Coles anywhere near nearby. But there is a tire depot like right across the street. Is there a Coles in Southington? No, I think it's in Wallingford. I think if you want to go to Coles, you yeah, there's to one in Wallingford. Wallingford. Um, and the Home Depot's right down the street. Uh, Milltown, I don't think there's any of either one. There's not a depot. I, I don't think I'll have to go back and check. Uh, but I know there's not a Coles over there. Um, when I was working in Brewster, the Coles was like right across the street, and they also had a liquor depot in the same plaza. So. I don't know. This is just an interesting thing I've I've noticed with all the Home Depots I've visited. Well, what do you What do you think that's all about? Well, the depot part. I think Joe just, Rogan. What do you think? <laughs> I think they're just trying to cash in. Like, you know, I I did mean to go to Home Depot, but uh, since I'm over by the tire the tire depot, I'm gonna go pick. Up I, I think tires. it. I think it has something to do with uh, what conglomerate owns what. Oh, for the Coles part, yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. I haven't gone that far to look. Oh, it up. but the but then the knockoff generic place called something depot. Right, that part I think mm-hmm. they're just lighting like, depot, <laughs> <laughs> chandelier depot, bagel depot. Just trying to cash in any kind of depot that. Yeah. And monitor depot, just you know, pick up any monitors. You don't sell TVs. Well, let me think. All right, in in Keene, I'm trying to think. A Home Depot is right next to Party City. I see a lot of those too. What was Party City? It used to be I Party. Yeah, now it's Party Party City. Party Town. (laughs) So the Home Depot there, Coles is actually on the other side of town. Home Depot sits next to what I just said. It's sitting next to a Price Chopper, Mm -hmm. an X Borders. And a Pier One, and a Target—they're all in the same plaza. And a lot of these plazas <laughs> tend to have a lot of the same mattress depot. <laughs> not as no, ladies. it's not. It's match. Uh, no, what is it? Oh, I wish it was because that would you know that would just may add on to it. Yeah. So listeners, <sighs> you know, go out there and check check it out. We want to know. Depots. Check mm. out your Coles if there's any Home Depots by. 
and even if there's any coal depots. So it has to be a Home Depot, a Kohl's near one another, mm-hmm. and then there will be not, the offspring of a something depot. Not necessarily. It's just wherever there's a Home Depot, sometimes there's a something depot nearby. Oh, okay. Right. Sometimes you also find a Kohl's nearby. So like um, <sighs> trying to think of the one place. Like Rooster has this whole trifecta thing happening where all three of them are there. I also I want to put in a Dunkin' Donuts, but because this is New England, there's Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. Yeah, so every town pretty much has like about a dozen, except for Danbury, where I actually have to drive a few miles away to, to the nearest one. Really? It seems it feels that way. I, I do have to take a little bit of a drive to get to one. What's up with Danbury? Danbury's just weird. And now I've, that, never, I've never gotten off the highway in Danbury. <laughs> I've, I've driven through Danbury many times on 84, but I've never gotten off. We'll say the people I worked with in that Home Depot, they're great people. It's the customers. They are just absolute, like, the worst slobs ever. Um, like like disgusting human beings. Uh, when it comes to just being with people skills and, like, putting things back to where they belong, oh, okay. it's a lot worse there than any other place I've worked. They're not, like, mutants or anything. They could be. I mean, they could just have, like, their disguises. You know, they have to put on their human mask, and then once they're back in their car. Well, because I have this thing with I'm, – I'm, I'm fascinated with, with areas, and a lot of it happens in, you know, bigger areas that – were once very significant, you know, either, um, you know, industrial revolution significance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now they're just dried up mill towns mm-hmm. and, you know, all of the industry has moved down south or to China. And these, these you know, big towns that are no longer relevant become a spawning ground for incest. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that in the Northeast. And I find it very fascinating. And you could call this a a, a, not a conspiracy a because it hasn't been proven. So it's but a theory then? It's a theory. Mm-hmm. But there are people, because when you said that about the people, I was thinking, you know, you know they looked like Easy the McPoyles or something. They were like, you know, they have like, they just look like they're product of incest. But you're saying more or less they just don't they just, put things away. Yeah, they just have horrible people skills. <laughs> they're like... They're not just people skills. Oh, just, this is a nice paint roller. I'm going to put this back over with the brooms. Or they'll just leave it on the floor. Just like, oh, they're that bad. I like bad. this thing. Eh, drop it. So I mean, it, it's, it was frustrating because it was, it was just weird in that store. This is Brewster or Danbury? Danbury. It was just weird in that store where I would just literally, I just cleaned up the entire place. Nobody would be in there, but all of a sudden it'd be a mess again. Like, I think, you know what? Danbury's haunted. That's what it it's is. It's p- very possible it's that ghosts. Danbury has some incest ghosts incest ghosts that's what that's what's going on and you know what that's the title of this episode not only do they have relations with family members but they like to mess up local establishments when you're not looking pizza places pizzas are flung across you know and then it's just a mess pizza depot was just turned upside (laughs) down we had it all cleaned up 25 minutes later it's just a disaster and we just don't understand it Mm. and not at all although the stew learners across the street they seem to be having just fine just it's fine well see my mother works in a in a hospital she works in um the obstetrics department she works in ob she delivers babies she works in this hospital and it's in actually massachusetts and um a couple towns over there's another larger town that does not have its own hospital so they migrate over to her hospital And she sees them on a regular basis, mutants from this town. And okay. I wasn't sure she, what the connection she was. She can so testify. Far. She would go before a grand jury and put her hand on the Bible and swear that these people are products of incest. And with her medical background, she should know these things, you know? 
Um, when are we going to get the mutants that actually have powers? I mean, those are the mutants I'm waiting to see. Well, in your fantasy X-Men, <laughs> X-Men world, yeah. But in the real world, mutants are just... I, I'm thinking of Hills with Eyes, or the Hills that have eyes. And you know, they're all, oh, you know... A terrible movie. I didn't see it, but I see... Full circle. Stills, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need, like, some kind of jingle whenever that happens. Full circle. <laughs> Do you want to have fun with us and have a full circle? Yeah. That, that sounds, I don't know what that oh. means. It's moving on back to that, um, the mutants. Um, See, just a little while earlier, I was uh, complaining about how I wasn't happy with Joe Rogan's uh, product. <laughs> and uh, how many people are going to be like, Fast forwarding through this one. Okay. This doesn't end that bad, actually. This, this, it, it could be a lot worse. We, we, could be, we could have spent two hours talking about MMA fighting. And, uh, I couldn't find we could have dedicated. Talk about we it. could have dedicated two hours to the award show tomorrow. We could have, but we only did an hour or Which, less than an hour. Small doses are minutes. good. Yeah. Once this one's done, there isn't any more for a while, right? Right, we're done until... We're, until next season. Yeah. But the next thing that's on my list is... Um, the TV shows that are being canceled. Oh, that's not till May. When does Mad Men come back? April. I think like the beginning of April. Which that's, is supposedly the last season, right? Yeah, but they they're gonna break it up like they did with uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like they're just milking us. It's like, it's like <sighs> I hate how AMC does that. They do it with The Walking Dead, but they also make like. But, it's not the traditional 13 episodes. Well, they do like they, 16 episodes. But it's and, not like they're waiting a whole year to give you... They, it's like a few months of a hiatus, which is normal for most TV shows. But mm-hmm. it's like with them, I think they're waiting they wait a whole, whole year, year yeah, that's to bring what they you did back. Breaking Bad, yeah. So I can just call it two different seasons then. But no, yeah. it's still the one season. Um, the last thing about... not Will Don Draper be rehired? <laughs> yeah, that's how that's, it left off, basically. Right. They basically canned him, sorry. And I had... Uh, <laughs> I had um, watched like a two minute thing on Don Draper to say like, okay, this is who this guy is. Let's recap pretty much the last few seasons before we introduce you to, you know, season what number? Six, seven, eight. I don't even know what number they're on anymore. No, whoopsie. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the real, real quick, uh, New Milford is one of those towns where I don't think they have mutants, but there are oddities. Um, New Milford seems like... Now, the people in New Milford, they're also very nice. They're very nice people. Nothing against them. The people in regular Milford are dicks. (laughs) (laughs) But New Milford seems like a town that belongs in the Midwest or the South. Because uh, I've seen too many people come in with NASCAR, like, just... Oh, too many it's mullets. It's just hicky. It's hickish. Yeah, it's, it's more of a hick town, but it's just, <sighs> it just seems out of place. But then again, maybe I'm out of place. Where's New Milford? New Milford is actually uh, like 20 minutes away from Danbury. Oh, okay. So, uh, is it near um, Newtown? I, I want to say it's near anything. It shouldn't be near New, Newtown's kind of upscale. Yeah, Newtown is actually like much closer to Danbury. Yeah. Like it's like the next town over. But you have to drive through Danbury to get to New, up to New Milford. Okay. So, I mean, that's why I was working those three towns, New Milford, Danbury, and Brewster. So. Well, then you cross into New York there, and it's just like, ugh, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, a weird spot. And There's the thing- certain areas that you just get this, like, the pit of your stomach falls into the pit of your whatever. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just, you get this, like... You have a deeper pit. You that, get this ooh feeling. That your like, pit falls into. This place is gross. I don't know. 
I hear people get that way when they get to Bridgeport. So yeah, I personally have no problem with Bridgeport. I know, I know there was a study that recently came out that had, um, I think like four of Connecticut's towns as being the most dangerous in the country. Well, you know what makes Bridgeport not so bad is that on either side of it are these very, very, very affluent communities. You know what I mean? Like, and then you got, you know, Stanford's very close and Greenwich and like, so it's like, it's not one of them areas where it's like you hear banjo music, you know what I mean? But where you're talking about like that part of going, you know, crossing into New York is kind of like, mm. well, where I, when I was going to Brewster, it, you would almost, well, for me, I had kind of forgot where the line was. Um, Probably because there's so the New York state signs so riddled with bullet holes. That <laughs> <laughs> well, when I when I told people where I was working, they're like, "Oh, you're going to New York?" Then they think I was going to the city. Right. But I'm like, I'm literally on the border of Connecticut, so mm-hmm. I'm not even that far into New York. Um, even when I went to college in New York, I was still on the border of Connecticut. So purchase, yeah. yeah. Oh, good job. You care. Oh, <laughs> I remember these things. Oh, good, good. I'm the warm fuzzies, not mold, but you know, it's the warm fuzzies inside. So. Yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I'm fortunately I don't have to go down there anymore. Um, going up north. From from now on, it's strictly going to Westfield and sometimes Chicopee is what you're doing now. Yeah, I'll go there. I'll go to Enfield. Um, but these are like every other day, and then the other days I'm in Southington and Milldale, which is part of Southington, but right. they call it South Southington. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. I guess because it's the southernest part of Southington. Well, true, but I've never heard it called that. South Southington. Well, yeah, and um, like for the little work devices that I use at work, I, when I'm locating or saying where I am, I have to say I'm in South Southington versus hmm. Milldale. So it's it's weird. Same thing with Meriden. I'm going to have to bring that up to my grandfather. because I, I get, live in South Meriden, but it's still just known as Meriden. So. My grandfather is Mr. Southington. He knows every <laughs> damn thing about that town. They've been there long enough. And Established I, in and 1608. I, I've, never ref, I've never heard him refer to South Southington. Milldale, yes, mm-hmm. and Marion, and all the little Plantsville, all the little districts. Never heard of South Southington. I'm going to bring this up to him because I think that's just a new thing that they came up with. I, I, Milldale isn't... Mm. I never knew until I started working there. So, But that's confusing. You know, Mil, South Southington, you know locks you into where you are you're in southington milldale you could be anywhere mm-hmm. you know eh. same thing with like plantsville which i never knew was you know i thought that was its own town i didn't know it was actually you might as well a... be part of downtown southington it's like two seconds away <laughs> it's stupid <laughs> and really the only thing i knew of southington um when i was younger was just queen street do you know history <laughs> history lesson did you know that southington used to be part of this town farmington Really? Way Farmington, here. what's the little crappy town in between? Plainville? Okay, yeah. It all used to be one big town. Oh. The reason that Southington um, separated and incorporated itself as a new town was because people from Southington had to travel too, too far to go to church. Mm. They'd have to come here to go to church. They don't want to go through Plainville because that's where the mutants live. Ugh, so. It's gross. <laughs> right. It's like... <laughs> I don't know, too, too like excess New Britain or something. I don't know, but yes, but that is true. So they incorporated themselves as their own town so that they didn't have to, or maybe it wasn't church. Maybe it was more or less town hall because this was the center of the town in Farmington. So the people in Southington, they had to travel, travel, they had to travel too far. So basically to go they, to town hall 
or city hall or town hall? Or well, because it was here rather than in Southington, because Southington was part of the bigger. Who goes to town hall like that anyway? Back in the day, that was like you know that was the thing to do. You take your family out for you know a picnic, and then when you're go done, you go like this with your picnic, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to town hall. You you just totally trash the park that you and your family ate at, oh, and but then you check your kids under your kids' fingernails right. before they get back in the Cadillac. Mad Men again, again. Yes. If you haven't seen, I thought that was in the first season. I think Betty check their nails. <laughs> Shake out the blanket. Uh, but I guess well because they didn't really have malls back then or strip malls or you know. Um, it, 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 ha- it had a lot to do with church and going going into town hall. Yes, so they wanted to so to have a meeting. Or meetings because you know, white people, so right. they have white people there. always need to meet. There's always something about meeting up. But know? then the black people they have meetings, so meetings, there's no yeah. G's at the end. Yeah. So it's posh and S's. So. But if you're a white person and you drop your G's, you're a hick. Oh, okay, right. See, and there's the bullets just not only on not only in space are there way too many, <laughs> um, you know. You know, this whole black-white thing, too. It just is so confusing. You can never keep up with it. I know. The race relations. It's a race to try to keep up with races. It is a, it is a huge race. It's, uh, it's like the amazing race. Hmm. It is an amazing race. Hooray for black people. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't have too much time left, but uh, you were going to try and do a belated uh, Black History Month thing. Oh, I did already. So I was playing Sam Cooke. Yeah, but I thought you were going to actually... Oh, say why I was playing Sam Cooke? Say a few words about... Well, he was a great man. No, not about him, about oh. Black History Month. Well, he was a great man. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, no, because the song um, A Change Is Gonna Come, that's, that was like a civil rights kind of themed song. Right. And then mm. he wrote that in response to um, Bob Dylan's song. I was going to say, actually, he stole it from Bob Dylan. He didn't steal it from him. <laughs> he wrote it as a response to uh, the, the uh, question he was asking in that song. So, no. um, and he felt that... Uh, was it him that said it, or maybe it was Nat King Cole? Either one. They, they were saying that was a song that probably a black person would have written, I guess. So, or you know, it was it was a very culturally culturally important song. I, I'm so thirsty. I think that's what it is. Oh well, go steal yourself a Hanson's. Oh no, I've got water here. Yeah. I only had like a cup of coffee before I left. So yeah, yeah this coffee was gross. That Keurig machine's uh, gonna need to be replaced again, I think, pretty soon. I kind of would like one after you know experiencing it. I'm like, hey, these are pretty cool. Um, what Keurig machines? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm getting my tax refund soon, hopefully. But they're not that great. I'm not gonna go use it to get that. No, please save your money. Don't spend. Like off. I said, I'm, I'm probably gonna. I'm looking at getting an, uh, an upgrade for a car. So. Yeah, I would. I would put the money toward that, not a Keurig maker. But yeah, I'm, I'm only white I'm, people would waste their money on Keurig. <laughs> and apparently, some Asian people, since my friend is such a big advocate for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, she she loves her Keurig machine. So is I sh- she American with Asian roots, or is she actually from? Uh, she actually, I think, is from. Um, you know what I learned the but other day? She was, but she came here very, very young, so oh, okay. she doesn't really have like an accent, but. I was supposed to have been born in Australia. Really? I was told this by my mother, who told me that she's told me this before, but I don't remember her telling so me. You this. would have been an Aboriginal? Uh, no, I would have been a. Um, I would have had dual citizenship. Oh, well, because nice. my dad worked for Sikorsky at the time, and they were going to send him to Australia right around the time that my mother was going to have give birth to me as an adult, and 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it took me just two seconds. And, you know, she wouldn't have had any sort of support system in um, Australia, you know. Down under. Over there. With the Bobby. But I actually am a little disappointed because I would have liked dual citizenship. Sure, Australians hate that. It would have been, I mean... What's 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 more interesting to say? I was born in Meriden, or I was born in Australia. Depends on who you're talking to. Yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> if you're talking to someone like you know your grandfather, who was Mister Southington, like why why weren't you born in Southington? What's wrong with that? Yeah, his roots are actually in Meriden, though. When he came down from Massachusetts to work during the war, he lived in Meriden. Hmm. Southington is like their little suburban getaway. To get away from Meriden, right? Hmm. It was too chaotic, so yeah, they I mean, had they had to live in the in the suburbs. And raise a family there rather than on the means like Broad Street. So you know what would be interesting if you talk to him about mm-hmm. the hub, because I recently saw pictures about that in Meriden, which is now being repurposed into some kind of beautiful park, I guess. The hub. Yeah, ask him about it. What the railroad thing? Yeah, it's connected to oh. that. So yeah, I recently went on um, Record Journal website and was looking at pictures of back then. Yeah. And I have vague, vague memories of actually being there. Like, my mother took me there to go pick up something. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. Back so. in Meriden's heyday. But uh, <laughs> my family um, got away from uh, Broad Street like it was the plague. So, hmm. <laughs> Well, you know, that was happening at the time. Yeah, Broad the, Street was nasty the, the back then. Plague. It's not as bad now, but, like, I remember it being, like, really, really skeevy when I was a little kid there. Like, you know, most of the, most of the apartment buildings were all had, like, boarded up windows and, you know, like... The apartment building we lived in, there was always vagrants hanging about. You know, we had to like shoo them away with brooms. And these were actually humans; they weren't mutants; they were just vagrants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the silver plague! Mm-hmm. Good, good times. But uh, I think it's about. Uh, it's time, yeah. We wrap yeah. up and, and say our goodbyes. No more reminiscing about the good old days and bad old days of Meriden, <laughs> Southington. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so if you're from South Southington and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's made up. That's just made up. It's not real. And the purposes of... uh, I don't know why they did it, but whatever. So, yeah. um, The Home Depot down there, right? And then there's a Home Depot in... On Queen Street, too, right? Yeah, there's two of them. The, the one in Queen Street is hidden. How many towns need more than one Home Depot? I don't know. I think they had to put up this one because they forgot that they had one already. I know there's a lot of people in Southington, but geez. Louise. And there's a Lowe's, too. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's out of control. It's out of control, yeah. All right. <clears throat> uh, do you want to throw out some contact information, even though you're never on any of these nah. places? All right. Good. Maybe next week. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> just uh, Google me, uh, Indoob, I-N-D-O-O-B. Check the website, Indoob.com. Um, tell your friends about this show. Yes. Thanks. And we'll uh, chat with you next time. So remember, if the world didn't suck, <laughs> we'd all fall out. <laughs> Yeah. See you later. Goodbye. The Lost Dial is brought to you by All Noise Radio, which is powered by the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download The Lost Dial. .podbean.com or subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Dial and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hell d crew. You can also give us a call at 860 342 
8423. The Lost Dial is part of the Indube Network and is a 3SFX production.